0: For the new year, I really wanna make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that's where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E dot manifest and use coupon code MANIFEST to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Manifest with Tori Simone. I'm your host, Tori Simone, and I am absolutely thrilled to be chatting with you guys today. I hope you guys are having a wonderful Monday. I hope you guys are having an incredible week. I feel really good about this week. I feel like we are going to have the best week ever because we deserve the best week ever. I say that at the end of every episode. I hope you guys have the best Monday because you deserve to have the best day of your life. And to those that make it to the end of my episodes every week, thank you so much. But I feel like some of you guys don't hear it. So I want to tell you in the beginning of the week that you deserve the absolute best week of your life this week. So why not have one? You know, what are you supposed to do? feel sorry for yourself this week? Absolutely not. We're having a great week this week. Let's snap out of it. We're having a great week. So I'm thrilled to be talking to you guys. I hope you guys are having an amazing day. I hope the sun is shining. And even if it's not, remember that above the clouds, it is. Was that corny? Because I think it was, but it is true. This is like what I say in spin class, but when there's music going and it's loud and you're like in in an endorphin high, it all makes sense. And in the moment, it sounds so right. But then I look back on it and I'm like, ugh super cringe. Like when I go back and watch my spin videos, I said this the other day to my friend, to Katie Brennan, to be exact. I told Katie, I was like, if I wasn't so deep in the spin community, I would think we are all crazy. Like literally like my, I I haven't been on my personal Instagram in a couple of weeks, to be honest, honestly, a couple of months, let's be real here couple of years. Let's be very real here. I haven't been active on that account in forever. It gives me a lot of anxiety, but that's totally besides the point. The point that I'm getting at is I run Stride C and Stride at Home's Instagram. Let me do a very quick plug. Stride at Home relaunched on Friday. If you guys want to take a spin class with me, it is on Stride at Home. You can rent a video for $5 or you can get a monthly subscription for $35 a month Um, I will be uploading about two videos a week. So that's about eight videos a month with me, eight new spin classes a month with me. Um, Again, you can rent all those for $5 each or um, $35 a month. Very quick plug. Go to strideathome.com. Again, strideathome.com. Anyway, what I'm getting at um, is I run Stride CIL and Stride at Home's Instagram account. I spend all my time on StrideCL's account and I pop into Stride Home when I need to post and I don't even look at my personal Instagram page. And then I have someone else run the Stridesman and Fitness Instagram page. It's Danielle. You guys all know and love Danielle. Anyway, what I'm getting at, Jesus Christ, Tori, get to the point of the story. What I'm getting at is that I am only really interactive on Stride Seattle's page with like other spin videos. So my whole explore page is like reels of spin studios from all over the world, which is super, super cool to see. Um, But what I'm getting at is I'm very deep into it. And I'm like so into the spin community um, virtually, meaning like I just see it all the time on my explore page. And the stuff that I see, I think is super, super cool and super dope because I wanna keep learning and getting better and I'm encouraging my instructors to do the same thing. So like, you know, send them videos or show my friends or just be like, this is so cool, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I love watching it. But I like kind of removed myself from the situation and I was like, if I was an outsider looking in on the spin world and I wasn't at all a part of it, I would think it's the craziest thing ever. Like all of us think the bike is Bible because it is. And we all think that, like, what we're doing is the coolest shit in the world because it is. And, like, I don't know, but if you're not in it, it must just look so weird. Does anyone else think that? Like, do we look like a cult? I feel like we do. And it's not just like a studio by studio, I just think it's like all spin people in general. Like, we all love it. Like, whether you do like Peloton or Soul Cycle or Stride or, you know, like army, like anywhere in the whole world, we all kind of get it. You know what I mean? And we're all one, no matter where you ride, we're all one strad at home, whatever. We're all one, but like from an outsider looking in, we must look crazy. Anyway, why did I get on this topic? Oh, I said something very corny that I said in a spin class. That I would have said in a spin class. Well, anyway, I hope you guys are having a really, really great day. Speaking of clouds, it is actually raining here while I'm recording this episode. I'm in sunny sea isle, but it's actually cloudy sea isle right now. And um, a storm is rolling in. I'm also recording this Thursday night, switching it up, um, because I've been at the studio in the mornings. So I'm recording this at night. It's 6.45 p.m. And tonight at one of the bars, it's called What the Buck. And it's a dollar for a drink. Um, So I think I'm going to go and have some fun with my friends. Um, But I wanted to record this podcast before I went out and did that. And that's what we're here to do today. Just go to Indeed.com slash Manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So what we're talking about today is a topic that I am very excited to talk about, and it was one that I promised we would talk about last week. But I wanted to be, quote unquote, out of the woods before I talked about this topic. So I recently, um, last Saturday, so about 10 days ago, opened up, or I should say reopened, Stride Sea Isle, which is my business down here in Sea Isle, which is why I'm here at the beach for the summer. Um, It is a seasonal town, so that means that it is a seasonal studio. We are only open from Memorial Day to Labor Day. So every year we close and then reopen. So this is my second year reopening Stride Seattle, And for the past, I'd say like 12 weeks, it's been very go, 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 which has been awesome. And it's been very highly anticipated to open, at least for me. And it's just been such a treat to open up that studio again. Um, With that being said, I would be an absolute liar if I were to sit here on this podcast And not tell you that I wasn't stressed out, that I didn't have moments of doubt and moments of breakdowns and insecurities and hardships. And it's very easy to look at what someone else is doing, um, either online or even in person, and just think like, wow, they really make it look so easy. Or they seem like they really have it all figured out. And while I feel like this is a journey and I need to enjoy every step of it while I can. It definitely is hard at times. And it's not too hard to where it overpowers the good times, but it's just enough of a hardship to where I have moments of stress to where I can really fully appreciate the good moments. And I kept coming back to this one saying, because it grounded me, it humbled me, and it made me feel like I'm where I'm supposed to be. And believe it or not, a lot of people always tell me that it looks like I have it all figured out. But I I don't. Um, I have a passion and I run with it. And maybe that's a great asset of mine. Others would argue it's a downfall of mine. I think it lands somewhere in between because this was And still is a passion of mine. And when I say this, I'm referring to spin. Spin is a passion of mine. Owning is a passion of mine. And I took it and I ran with it. And passions burn. Passions die. So, you know, in five years, am I still going to have this passion? I don't know. I hope so. But I also have a feeling that if another passion comes along, maybe I'll follow that. So what I'm getting at is other people can make everything look like things are easy. And other people can make everything look like we have it all together. But again, I'd be a liar if I was sitting here right now telling you that I do have it all figured out and that it is easy because it's not. And the reality of it is, if it was easy, everyone would do it. And this is not a groundbreaking concept. This is not a new quote. I did not invent it. I did not come up with it. But it is one that is incredibly grounding. And the feeling that this quote brings me is one that's honestly very difficult to put into words. If it was easy, everyone would do it. First off, that reminds me that sometimes what I'm doing is hard. And it's okay that it's hard. And the fact that it's hard makes it special that I'm doing it. And as I'm now saying this out loud, I'm realizing that I sound very self-centered as I'm talking in this episode. And that's not the intention that I'm trying to come across. So I need to switch up my language a little bit so that this doesn't sound like a very narcissistic and self-centered episode because that's not the purpose of it. But what I'm ultimately getting at is that what we see on the outside No matter how easy it looks, the reason why we are admiring someone for doing something is because it's unique to them and it makes them who they are. And if what someone else was doing was easy, then everyone would be doing it. So I'm going to take this to a very personal example, and it's going to relate back to spin because It's something that I'm very passionate about and talking about it comes very easy to me. You can completely replace the word spin with anything that I'm talking about. It can be about getting into Harvard. It can be about becoming a doctor. It can be about raising two kids. Maybe you're a new mom. This can truly be replaced with anything that I'm talking about. For me, it's very relevant to spin, so I'm gonna talk about spin. So for me, I completely admire other studios. And I love watching other studios. I love watching other instructors. I love watching how they format their classes, what kind of music they play, their choreo. I think it's so fascinating and it's truly incredible. Now, post-COVID, dare I say post-COVID, even though I'm fully aware that it's not finished, um, just for the sake of this episode, that's what I will call it. Post-COVID, there is a flood of content from spin instructors. Pre-COVID, no one talked about anything. There were no spin videos online anywhere. There was no video of inside of any spin studio. Every single instructor had their music on lock. And I'm not just talking about you know instructors that I knew about. I'm talking about instructors all over the world. No one would talk about their content their classes, their choreo. If you wanted to experience another instructor's choreo, you went to their studio and you took the class and that's that's it. Or you heard about it word of mouth. That's it. Now during and post COVID, it completely switched and everybody started sharing absolutely everything, which I think is incredible. I think it's amazing to learn um, it's completely allowed me to come back to a, not only a client of Spin, but a student of it. And it's really challenged me because I got super comfortable riding the way that I knew, that I felt comfortable, and that I felt like I was incredibly strong at. You know, at Stride, I admire all of my staff. I admire my co- co-owner. And I loved how we rode, and I thought we rode hard and incredible, and don't get me wrong, we do. Now that I've been able to watch other studios, it's challenged me to up my game. It's challenged me to level up. It's challenged me to actually kind of face reality and be like, you know what? Your ego needs to take a back seat, and you need to kind of humble yourself and get back to being a strong rider. That's the foundation of things. Once I started taking spin classes from studios across the world, not just you know across the country, but across the world, all online, it's been incredible. But it's faced me with this tough realization, like I just mentioned, to put, have my ego take a backseat and show up to be a student once again of spin. Getting outside of my comfort zone, getting acclimated to new instructors and how they format their classes, because it's totally not what I was Used to because I rode in the same area for the past four or five years. You know, it's what I was used to. Once I expanded my horizons and saw that there's so much more out there, it poses a challenge and it poses this new sense of this shit's hard. And I started to feel defeated at times. I started to feel like I wasn't as strong as I thought. I wasn't as good as I thought. I wasn't where I thought I was. And posed this question of, am I good enough to be doing this? And that brought me back to, they got to be as good as they are. These instructors that I watch, these riders that I follow along with in class are as good as they are because they work for it. And the simple fact of the matter is that if this spin class that I was doing was easy, everyone would be doing it. If this instructor was this good for at such an easy cost, everyone would be such a great instructor. I would be as great as this instructor that I'm watching. Do you know what I'm saying? What I'm getting at is that if it was easy, everyone would do it. If this spin class was easy, everyone would be a spinner. If being an instructor was as easy as this instructor makes it look, everyone would be one. But it's not easy it's hard, it's challenging. And it poses the question of, do you want to get up and work? It separates those that want to put in the work and those that do put in the work. And that's very different. The want to be good at something is not the same as doing the act to get good at something. I can desire and I can sit here all day long and tell you, I want to be a billionaire. But my steps to get to being a billionaire is gonna look a lot different than me just sitting here and saying, you know, I wanna be a billionaire. Because guess what? If it was that easy to be a billionaire, everyone would be a billionaire. If everyone could just sit down and say, I really want to be a billionaire, I desire that. I think that would be amazing. I could say the same thing about spin. I think it's amazing to be a great spin instructor. I really want to be a strong rider that can do every single combo. Well, if it was that easy, everyone would. Same with being a billionaire. If it was that easy to want and desire something and have it right there when you snap your fingers, everyone would be a billionaire. But that's not how it works. The desire to do something is not the grittiness. The desire to do something is not the act of doing it. It's not the act of getting it done. I'm gonna say this a million times this episode because I really want this to get into your mind. If this was easy, everyone would do it. Now, circling back to when I was opening Sea Isle this past weekend, I guess two weekends ago when you guys are listening to this, there were moments where it was hard, and there was moments of self-doubt, and there was moments of insecurities, and there were moments of, oh, shit, what did I get myself into? Of course, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you guys and say it was all easy and la-di-da. But that's when I would remind myself Whenever I would hear, you know, people in the back of my mind or I'd read a negative, you know, comment or my favorite, I'd hear unsolicited advice, unsolicited opinions. The truth of the matter is when I would get overwhelmed, I would remind myself that what I'm doing isn't easy. And if it was, they would be doing it too. And it's that moment and it's those words that just remind me that I'm where I'm supposed to be, and it's okay to feel overwhelmed, and it's okay to feel stressed out. Again, as soon as I start talking about this, I start feeling like a little narcissistic, so I'm kind of going to move on from that because I don't want it to sound like, oh my God, I'm so great, because that's not what I'm trying to get at here, but it's starting to sound like that, so I'm just going to move on from that, that tangent. If getting to your dream life was easy, then literally everyone would have their dream life. This is something that truly separates those who have what they want in their life and those who don't. Those that we see on Instagram that have that dream life that others desire or the ones that we look at and we become jealous of, those are the ones that are putting in work behind the scenes that we don't see, okay? I'm gonna take this back to the spin example. The instructor that you see on stage that is so beautiful with the moves and it's so graceful and they're so strong and they're tight with everything and they look incredible, that's what we see. We're seeing years, we're seeing experience, we're seeing chapters, we're seeing layers, we're seeing grit to them, we're seeing work that shines in the light. But what we don't see is the hard work behind the scenes that stays in the dark, that doesn't get posted on Instagram. We don't know the hours that they put into things. We don't know the years behind what we see on the surface. We will never get to see that stuff. And that's what the separation is. If getting your dream life was easy, everyone would have their dream life. Now, as I think about this topic, as I've mentioned multiple, multiple times, it brings me a lot of peace. And it brings me a lot of transparency in what I see online. Um, It humbles me and it grounds me. And it just reminds me that I'm where I'm supposed to be and honestly that I'm doing okay. Sometimes you need that reminder. So I've compiled a list of a couple quotes, of a couple sayings, life mantras that just honestly remind me that I'm doing okay reminding me that I'm where I'm supposed to be and that it should be hard at times because if it was easy, everyone would do it. So here are a couple of things that are a reminder that I'm doing okay. And if no one's told you, I'm here to tell you that you are doing a kick-ass job at what you're doing, that you are exactly where you're supposed to be, going through exactly what you're meant to be going through, and you are doing a kick-ass job. So a reminder that you're doing, okay, a couple of things I wrote down. Number one, working towards something is scary in and of itself. Working towards a goal means that you have drive. It means that you have ambition. It means that you have motives in your life. That in and of itself is admirable. That in and of itself is scary And we tend to get wrapped up in not hitting our goals and feeling like a failure, but we totally forget that even starting is hard. Even taking step one is honestly the hardest part. So even if you don't accomplish your goal in a certain amount of time that you set out to accomplish it, the simple fact of working towards something is scary in and of itself. So many people don't have the guts to even try. And those that are talking bad about you for going after something that you're trying in your life are already below you because they don't have the guts to even try. They can't say that about you. You tried. You put your life out there. You put your heart and soul out there on the line. So what if it fails? So many other people can't do what you've already done. Working towards something in and of itself is scary. Number two, Doing everything that you can should bring reassurance to you that this is the outcome that was meant to happen because you've put everything out there on the table. I'm going to bring it back to, I'll talk about Stride at Home, for example. If I have done every single thing in my power to promote Stride at Home, to get great content out there for Stride at Home, to hire an incredible team of instructors for Stride at Home, and no one signs up, no one wants to be a part of it, well, then that's just the outcome. I know that I can walk away knowing I tried everything I possibly could. Now, luckily, that's not the case. Luckily, we do have an amazing community over there on Stride Home. But it is just an example. You should be able to know that you put everything out on the table, That you have put 150% of you into everything you've been doing. That in and of itself is reassurance that you are working towards something. And that brings me back to number one, that working towards something is scary in and of itself. Leave everything you have on that table and just completely go for it. Number three, remember that every single day you are growing. You are not who you were yesterday, and you are not who you're going to be tomorrow. Reflecting on yesterday in the today is counterproductive. You're a different human today with different experiences, and every single day you are growing. You are adjusting, you are listening, you are learning, and you are growing. Number four, try to appreciate that sometimes it's peaceful not to know. Lately, a little phrase that I've been thinking about a lot is that ignorance is bliss. And in certain situations, it is only in certain situations, but ignorance truly can be bliss. Sometimes it's just peaceful not to know the what ifs. Sometimes it's peaceful not to know what could have been. And you can enjoy that. You can enjoy the now without knowing what could have been. What am I on? Number four, number five, think about the long haul and not the immediate future. This truly makes everything feel okay in the moment. Let me give an an example that I personally can't relate to, but I think we can all understand. If your goal is to be a world-renowned neurosurgeon, okay, And you don't get into the very first college that you applied to. Even though, if that one college was your number one choice, your goal is to be a world renowned neurosurgeon. Your goal wasn't to get into Yale. Okay. That's just a very, you know, ambitious example, but one that I think we can all understand. The long haul of your goal is to be this world renowned neurosurgeon so focusing on the long haul focusing on the marathon that is your life and not the sprint not the immediate future that is your life not the right now that is your life should bring a lot of peace to you it really just kind of calms my nerves when i think like okay you know today on june 3rd or today on june 7th what's going wrong today is not going to affect me in 2059 whatever you know what I mean like it brings peace knowing that my life is a marathon and it's not a sprint number six I want you to interrupt anxious thoughts with what if it does work out so I think something that we often think about is the negative within our own headspace we often think like you know I want to I want to start a podcast I hear this all the time I want to start a podcast but what if no one listens what if What if people do? Do you ever think about that? What if people do? You want to write a book, what if it doesn't sell? What if it does? You want to start a business, but what if you don't get any money back? What if you do? We are so quick to do the what ifs in a negative connotation, but never in the positive outcome. We never think, well, you know what? What if it does work? What if? Interrupting the anxious thoughts of what if it does work. That's really comforting. Really, really comforting. A quote that I absolutely love that I wanted to make sure was included in this episode is that everyone has a chapter they don't read out loud. Everyone has a chapter they don't read out loud. You can interpret this however you want, but the way that I interpreted it was with a theme that I brought up a couple minutes ago is that. We don't see the hard work. We don't see what goes on behind the scenes. We don't see the 4 a.m. wake-up calls. We don't see the after-hour grind. We don't see what's in the dark. We only see the light. We only see what people want us to see. Everyone has a chapter that they don't read out loud, and I'm going to take this a step farther to say that everyone has a chapter that they don't even write. Not everyone shares everything, and that's why we can't go around comparing our life to others. Everyone has a chapter they don't read aloud. I've been wanting to do an episode of just quotes that I really loved. Um, And I think I'm going to once I compile a little bit of a bigger list. But I just have three more that I wanted to share with you guys that I really think goes well with the theme of if it was easy, everyone would do it. So the quote that I love that I just said, everyone has a chapter that they don't read aloud, really brings me peace and I adore it. But I have three more that I really do want to share with you guys. So the first one is, I will never have this version of me again So let me slow down to be with her. How many times have you kind of gone through your life and had it so good, but you didn't know it in the moment? And now here we are looking back and now we can look back and be nostalgic and say, I had it so good and I didn't even know how good I had it. How many of us can say that? I know I can. I honestly, like I think back to 2020 and this year now that i'm back down at the beach jersey is pretty much 100% open so you know bars are pretty full and you don't need to wear a mask and everything is pretty open and you know last year we we, we wanted that so badly i shouldn't say we maybe not everyone did but i i was very much so sad and i think that's okay to admit that i was sad um I don't want to get too, too into it. Um, but, you know, I was longing for what we were all used to, which was normal. And now that we have, quote unquote, normal on the horizon, once again, I look back to last year and how it was just my friends and I in this beach house and we would just go to the beach and come home and then go to the studio and spin and come home and go to the beach and just repeat. We only went to the beach, to the studio, into my beach house. And it was So incredible. And I didn't even know how good I had it in the moment, you know. And now that I'm here this year and things are open up again and bars are open and everything honestly feels very normal once again, I'm realizing a crowded, sweaty bar is not where it's at. You know, I loved hanging out with just my friends at home. I loved wearing sweatpants. I loved not having to put on makeup or do my hair or worry about who I was going to see or what I was going to do. And you know, it was so incredible and you don't even know it in the moment. And life goes so fast. You know, I was waiting and waiting and waiting nine months to come back here to the beach. And I think back through those nine months and they flew by. They absolutely flew by. And these three months that I'm down here is already flying by. I've already been down here a month and it's absolutely flying by. Life goes by so fast, and we don't even know how good we have it in the moment. So, I want to remind you of the quote that I will never have this version of me again. So, let me slow down to be with her. How beautiful is that? I love that one. Number two, enjoy the journey. Just because you're not there yet doesn't mean you never will be. I love that quote. Of course, I do. That's why I included it. But life really is about the journey. So cliche, I know, but it's honestly really true. How many, I I catch myself doing this all the time, all the time, where I'll be out somewhere and I just can't wait to go home. Or I'm home and I can't wait to go out. Or I'm in the middle of a spin class and I can't wait to get to this other song because I'm so excited for it. Or, you know, I'm just always looking for When am I gonna be done and on to the next thing? I'm always looking for the next thing. And I never appreciate the view of where I'm at right now. I never appreciate the goal that I've reached. You know, I just opened up my studio down here and I didn't even really celebrate it. You know, I just went through the motions of it and I'm thrilled that I did and I'm ecstatic, you know, but I never really took a minute to look at the view. I never took a minute to look at the accomplishment. I've just been a part of the journey. And every time that I take a minute to reflect back on the goal I've hit, the view I'm watching, it's not the moment of the goal that I hit. It's not the moment of the view that I'm enjoying. It was the journey that brought me there. It was the auditions. It was the instructor trainings. It was... The moments and the conversations that I have developing relationships with my staff. It's the setting up the studio, it's unboxing new merch, it's all these little things that brought me to the goal of opening up the studio last Saturday. But once I got there, I'm ready for the next thing, you know, it's on to the next. And I tend to get caught up in this. Goal chasing mentality of, okay, I'm here now. Now what? Now let's do what's next. And when I look back, I'm really enjoying the journey and not reaching the goals. And, you know, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with enjoying the journey and being present in the journey. So now, whenever I find myself just itching for, you know, to be done my current task and on to the next, I'm slowing down and I'm enjoying the moment and I'm saying, what am I in such a rush for? I'm just going to be wishing away my life, and I'm going to be 105, peacefully dying, (laughs) and I'm going to think that my life went by in the blink of an eye, and I don't want to think like that, as morbid as I'm kind of getting, without meaning to. I want to slow down and enjoy the journey, because I will never have this version of me again, so let me slow down to be with her. And the last quote that I want to mention today this was a quote that I found on Instagram that I did not write down the author of. So I'm so sorry. I don't know why I didn't. I thought that I did. Anyway, the quote says, and then one day I decided the hurry and stress were no longer going to be part of my life. Stress is self-created. I decided to stop manufacturing it. We can choose an internal calm and joy even amid the chaos. How beautiful is that? I adore that. Stress is self-created. And I'm choosing to take control over stress and not invite it into my life. I'm choosing to take control over the factors in my life that don't bring me joy and happiness and take them out of my life. You can choose an internal calm and joy even when life gets crazy. You can't control the crazy. You can't control the chaos. You can't always control the stress, but you can choose how you react to it. Those three quotes I absolutely adore, and they truly mean a lot to me. And to me, they all give me the same energy, that if it was easy, everyone would do it. If it was easy to have a six-pack of abs, everyone would have it. If it was easy to be a billionaire, everyone would be one. If it was easy to have a family of six and make it look easy, everyone would do it. If it was easy to have a good marriage, everyone would have a good marriage. If it was easy to drink seven hydro flasks of water a day, everyone would do it. The things you want in your life that will create a dream life for you are not easy. And I encourage you to get uncomfortable and to do the hard shit in your life to get the life that you want. It's not easy. It's not supposed to be. It's not supposed to be pretty. It takes grit. It takes getting uncomfortable. It takes the early mornings. It takes the late nights. It takes the, no, I need to stay in. It takes the prioritization that we don't always want to do to have the life that we want. So while it's not always easy, it's not supposed to be. Because, say it with me, if it was easy, everyone would do it. And with that, I'm going to leave you guys to have the absolute best Monday of your life. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful week. I hope you go after what you want in your life. And I hope you realize that you are so much more capable than you give yourself credit for and you are so much stronger than you give yourself credit for. So today, I encourage you to do one thing that is uncomfortable and challenging for you and hard for you that you see someone else doing that you wish you could do because you can do it. Guys, have a wonderful week. I'll talk to you guys next Monday. As always, happy Manifest Monday, guys.